0: Hello and welcome to Sleep Cove with Christopher Fitton, the place to come for a great night's sleep. Please listen to this recording in a place where you can safely go to sleep. Hi everyone, tonight I've read a bedtime story called A Visit to Santa Claus Land. It's about two young children who are so excited they try and stay up to watch Santa Claus deliver their presents however soon they get transported to Santa Claus Land and the Garden of Toys I loved reading this story and it really reminded me of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory the world which they go into really reminds me of that imaginative world of Roald Dahl I really hope you enjoy it, and if you have any requests this holiday season, please remember to leave a written 5 star review with a request in the review. Now get cosy and get ready for this beautiful Christmas story. And let's begin. A Visit to Santa Claus Land by Georgine Faulkner. Once upon a time there were two children, a little boy named Willie and a little girl named Annie. Now they could hardly wait for Santa Claus to visit them, so every day they would say to their mother, oh mother, how many days until Christmas? Must we wait a whole month, mother? Twenty days more Ten days more, only five days more, how slowly the days drag on, Mother. Now the busy Mother felt the time slip by all too rapidly, but the children counted the days on the calendar and grew more and more impatient each day. At last they shouted in glee, Santa Claus will visit us tonight and tomorrow is Merry Christmas. They borrowed the longest, strongest stockings which they could find, and when their mother came to tuck them snugly in bed and to kiss them goodnight, Willie said, Do you know, mother, I am going to prop my eyelids wide open and watch all night for Santa Claus. So am I, said Annie, and when he does come down the chimney, we will ask him where he gets all the toys. Oh no, you must go right to sleep, and he will come all the faster, answered mother, as she turned out the lights and left the nursery. After she had gone downstairs, Willie whispered to Annie, Say Annie, are you awake? Yes I am, said Annie, but I'm getting so sleepy, I wish he would hurry and come right now. Let's sing our Christmas carols for him. And so the two children sang all the songs they knew. My, it does seem so long to wait. I am most asleep, said Witty, with a big yawn. I tell you, we can take turns. You watch for him a while, Annie and then I shall myself. After a time, Annie called out, Willie, I'm so sleepy, it's your turn to watch, but she received no answer. The next thing they knew, Annie and Willie were away up in the North Pole country, with snow and ice around them on all sides, and right in front of them stood a high ice wall. How I wish we could go through this wall, said Winnie. And just as he said this, the ice seemed to open and there was a great gateway leading into the strangest garden that you ever heard of in all your life. It was a garden all of toys, and Annie and Willie could hardly believe their eyes as they saw the wonders about them. Hanging right over the wall there appeared to be something growing like morning glories. When they looked again the children saw that they were not morning glories at all, but small toy talking machines. A trumpet vine nearby, they saw growing like flowers, real toy trumpets. Weddy picked a trumpet at once and played on it, two, 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 two oh, oh. Oh, you must not touch the toys, Weddy, gasped poor Annie in fright. We don't know who owns the garden. Just then, the children saw the gardener of this wonderful land of toys. He was the merriest old man, dressed all in red, and his coat and hat were trimmed with ermine. His hair and beard were as white as the snow, and his cheeks were like red rosy apples, while his eyes twinkled like stars. The children knew who this gardener was at once, you may be sure. Why, it was Santa Claus, of course. He was cutting down a crop of whistles with his sickle. He had a large red sack at his side and smaller bags nearby. And he was so happy that he sang as he worked in my wonderful garden of toys grows a crop for the good girls and boys, dolls, cannon and drums, candy cake, sugar plums, all grow in my garden of toys. He was just ready to make up another verse, when he spied the two children. Oh ho ho ho, he laughed merrily, how did you two children come here? Please, Mr. Santa Claus, said Willy Shiny, we were waiting for you to visit us, and the next thing we knew we were in this garden. We don't know how we came here, but now that we are here, may we not help you to pick some toys? Indeed you may, said Santa Claus, I need two such helpers, I was just wondering how I could gather all these toys in time for tomorrow. Willie, will you please go over to the garden bed in the corner and pull up some toys? Pull up some toys, echoed Willie in amazement. But he took a red sack and went to the garden and began to put up toy tops. There were large tops growing like turnips and little tops growing like beets and radishes. There were all kinds of tops. Some would hum 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 and make music while Willie pulled them up. Next Willie climbed a tree and began to pick red marbles growing just like cherries and he found purple and blue marbles growing on a trellis just like grapes so he filled many small bags with marbles. He also climbed other trees where he thought he saw apples and oranges growing but when he came near them he found different coloured balls so he picked a bag of balls for Santa. Oh Santa may I help too? asked Annie. Indeed you may my child, he answered, how should you like to pick dollies. So all this time Annie was busy getting him dollies and she was very happy. You dear, dear dollies, Annie said as she hugged each one in turn. How happy all the little girls will be when they find these dollies Christmas morning, there were large dolls with the cutest bonnets on their heads, growing just like roses, and other dollies with the dearest pointed hats, growing up like tall hollyhocks, and then there were tiny dollies, like pansies, turning their pretty little faces up towards Annie. Presently Santa Claus began to water the grass and suddenly every blade of grass was a tiny tin soldier with his musket erected held, while soldiers tents like mushrooms sprang up all around. Warships, sailboats, steamboats, motorboats, rowboats and canoes. All out on a lake nearby, but they could never sink, for the lake was a large looking glass, and fishes, ducks and swans were swimming on looking glass streams. The children rushed from one garden to another and saw so many things to pick that they were kept very busy helping Santa Claus. Oh, see those pumpkins and squashes over there on those vines, exclaimed Willy. But when he went to pick them, he found drums, large and small, footballs and basketballs lying on the ground, like melons and pumpkins turned brown. Whee-hee-hee-hee, isn't this Johnny? See those funny brown leaves blowing in the wind, called Annie. They are of all sizes and shapes. When the children came near to pick them, they found no leaves at all, but brown teddy bears with their arms and feet outstretched. The children hugged them in their arms and the teddy bears gave little squeaks of glee for they were so glad to be gathered in with this harvest of toys. Suddenly, overhead, the, the children heard a whir, whir, whirring noise, and when they looked up, it seemed as if great swarms of dragonflies and butterflies were hovering over them. Ha, ha, ha! laughed Santa Claus as he watched the surprised children. Those are new toys. They only lately have come to my land. But here, take these butterfly nets and try to catch a few of them. And when Annie and Willie brought these toys down a little nearer, they saw that they were not dragonflies or butterflies, but toys airships, tiny toy trains, went gliding over steel rails, across switches, under bridges, over bridges, then stopped at stations, quite like really truly trains. How should you like to see my farm? asked Santa Claus, and the next thing Annie and Willie knew, they were in a toy land farmyard, houses, fences and barns with stalls for horses and cows, and everything as complete as a real farm. Horses rocked to and fro or rolled about on wheels. Toy lambs, so Woody and White said Ba 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 when their heads were turned to one side. There was a menagerie of wild animals nearby. Elephants and tigers, lions and monkeys. More animals than you can tell about were there. And they looked so real that at first Annie felt like running to hide behind Santa Claus. Then Santa Claus led them through toy villages and they really felt like giants when they looked down on all the dolls houses and different stores toy theatres toy post offices toy grocery stores meat to markets and in all these stores were dolls for clerks and dolls for customers then Santa took them far away from the villagers out through the orchard where the sugar plum trees were growing and after they had filled many bags with candy he led them out to the Christmas tree forest. Here they found Christmas trees growing with gold and silver tinsel and hung with glass balls and chains while tiny colored lights were twinkling through the branches. Santa Claus had to gather these trees and pack them with great care. The next thing the children knew, Santa Claus had taken them right into his home. There they saw a dear old lady with snow white hair, who was sewing on some dolls clothes. She was dressing some of the dollies that had sprung up without any clothes. It was Mrs. Santa Claus, of course, and as she hugged and kissed the children, she said to Santa Claus, The dears, where did you find them? Out in the garden, answered Santa Claus. I don't know how they came here, but they are excellent helpers. They have been helping me to gather my toys. I shall soon be ready now, after I do a little more work in my shop. You know, my dear, I must first test my winding toys, for that clockwork machinery does break so easily. As he talked, Santa Claus took off his cap and coat, rolled up his sleeves and went right to work. He wound and tested each toy, and Willie helped him by handing him the keys for each one. There was a honk, 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 a toot, 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 a chug, 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 and a clang, clang, clang. As automobiles, boats, engines, fire engines, and all kinds of mechanical toys went running about the shop like mad. Next, Santa was working with his saw and plane, hammer and nails, and with a rap and a tap, he finished the roof of a doll's house. Mrs. Santa had dressed all the dolls and furnished the dolls' houses. "'What a cute little kitchen!' exclaimed Annie. "'Oh, Willie, did you see this dining room and the cunning parlour and this little bedroom?' how I should love to play dolls in this house. Then Annie turned to Mrs. Claus and said, May I not help you? I could thread your needles, or help in some way. Why, so you may, my dear, answered Mrs. Claus. My eyes are getting old, and if you will thread my needles, it will be a great help. So Annie threaded needles and helped Mrs. Santa Claus to dress the last doll and to pack all the clothes in a new doll's trunk. Santa Claus sat at his desk and finished writing a story and drawing the last pictures when suddenly the clock struck. Ding, dong, ding. Twelve times it struck, and Mrs. Santa Claus said, It is time you were up and away, sir. She helped Santa Claus into his big cloak, and he pulled on his high boots and his warm gloves, and pulled his cap down over his ears. Just then the reindeer were heard prancing and pawing outside, Impatient to be off and away, Santa Claus bundled his big pack of toys into his sleigh and put in all his Christmas trees. He kissed Mrs. Santa on both cheeks and with a big smack on the lips called out, Goodbye, Mother, and picking up Annie and Willie as if they were live dolls, tucked one under each arm and dashed out to the magic sleigh. They seemed fairly to fly through the air, and the moon and the stars seemed to dance in the sky as they went on faster and faster. Then they came down nearer and nearer to earth, where the lights in the great city gleamed like fireflies far below, the next thing Annie and Winnie knew, they were on the roof of their own home, the next thing they knew, they were down, down the chimney, and there they were right in their own little beds, the sunlight was streaming into their eyes, and their mother was calling, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, little sleepy heads!" Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, they both shouted as they bounced out of bed and rushed for their stockings, which were fairly bulging with toys, and Annie was soon hugging and kissing a new Donnie, while Winnie was blowing a new trumpet. In the other room stood a large Christmas tree, which had come from the Christmas tree forest, Oh we know where these toys came from, said Willie. They came from the garden of toys, for we visited Santa Claus land tonight. Now tonight when you go to bed, close your eyes tightly and go to sleep. I am sure you too can pay a visit to Santa Claus land. Merry Christmas.